Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Roundtable Pod Racers, where we talk Mandalorian. And I'm joined today with Anna and Julie. Hello. Hello so there. Today we're discussing mm -hmm. Chapter 14, The Tragedy. And uh, let's just get right into it. I know. Mm -hmm. It was a tragedy. So, yeah, definitely, <laughs> it was. definitely was a tragedy. Um, I'm surprised we got right to Tython. Um, I kind of yeah. thought that there was going to be like a little bit of, uh, I don't know, maybe some New Republic ships or maybe something to kind of block him from going there. Um, but nope, right away. Hey, here's, here's Tython. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, very cool little interaction in the beginning, right? With, uh, daddy Mando and, uh, yeah. and you know? I love them so much. I feel like that was such a, also like a little character was more character development and kind of like him after, first of all, calling his name. And it's like, oh, so cool. Mm -hmm. um, and then him being like, you know, you're such a special kid. And I'm really going to have to let you go because you're too powerful. And it just broke my heart because you see now how much Mando cares for Grogu. And it's just heartbreaking. And obviously, it was a little foreshadowed to the end of the episode. But it was just beautifully done. And then after kind of having that little training moment and then Grogu getting scared, which was such childlike, like, you mm -hmm. know, and you hear your parent like, oh my God, then it's like, what, what, what did I do? <laughs> so I, I think that was like a perfect way to start the episode. I thought so too. Uh, I like Pedro's um, kind of his like inflection, like, I mean, his voice acting, uh, it just, it really gave uh, authentic kind of, um, kind of vibes uh you know when he said when he said when you mentioned that he's like chuckling uh it reminded me as as a new father as well it's like like you find something that connects with the the child right or the baby and so then when he was laughing i was kind of like laughing with him like yeah yeah i feel you like <laughs> i get it like you, you you got him like there's something there that you can connect to with him um so but i'm curious what did you guys think about when uh, he said, Dank Farrick. Uh, what did you guys kind of take from that? Um, for me, as a Latina, I've related to, like, your, like, my parents are, because, like, I come from a family that we have, like, what is that thing in English? Like, um, not pirate mouth. Um, potty mouth? Potty mouth? Pot. No, but there was another word, I, but you know, <laughs> like I felt like that moment for me, it was like when, when something cool and I'm like, oh, puta madre, like for me, that was like that, like, you know, and I, that's how I felt. And it's like, he, he's seen like his power and kind of like that excitement. I, I feel like that was such a Latina household for me. <laughs> like, I don't know why you guys... <laughs> Um, I kind of, so like, I think it could have been one of two ways. It could have been what Anna said that he was like excited. So he was like, like, hell yeah, kind of thing. Or it could have been the home. He was really hoping that his powers were dwindling. So when he said it, he was kind of like, like, ah, oh, darn. Cause he wants baby Yoda's or Grogu's powers to not really exist anymore. That way he can keep his, his boy, his child. But now he's kind of like, oh, well, I have to give him to the Jedi now. 
because he either has to figure this out for himself or like reject it but there's no way that it's just gonna like die on its own yeah i definitely got the the second uh option that you were saying uh julie like like he he's like he's saying it because like as a as a bad curse word not like right. a, not like a like a yes like, yeah. like a yes like like f yeah f yeah but um so yeah and, that, and that's a good point that um i i think he said that because he kind of was hoping that it was just like a one-time thing maybe maybe ahsoka brought it out of him mm-hmm. and uh yeah like you know like you like you said already uh that his powers may be dwindling so it's like yeah he has to now it, it, it gives him no choice i mean he even says he says you're too powerful for me to train you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is kind of like, yep, I guess I am going to have to go through with this. And he even says it to, to Grogu. He says, you know, if the Jedi want. And so then, yeah, yeah, it was, it was a very nice opening interaction between mm-hmm. them, them two. Very, I lost very, you guys uh, for yeah. one second um, when you said the, like the Jedi. Yeah. So, uh, Basically, you know, the Jedi, he's giving him a heads up. He's like, if the Jedi's going to want you, you got to go with the Jedi. Like, that's a yeah. part of the deal, okay? Like, you know, and just the way he was talking, and it's like, you know, it, it was very authentic. It really mm-hmm. sold me. It really sold me. So kudos to yeah. Pedro on that. Oh, yeah. He's doing like He's fighting with job. himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Like, he, he wants to keep him, but he knows that, he probably can't like he has to do this right right so uh, they arrive on the planet and um you know a little bit different than what we've seen i mean first of all i just love the fact that tython itself is canon now mm-hmm. um i mean it is a jedi you know um, origin world if you will um but uh i gotta say i'm a little bit disappointed that there wasn't like maybe like a temple or something uh, a little bit more than what we got. Uh, what we got was awesome. And, and, you know, I'll get to that in a second. But I was hoping for a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, me being I, a Jedi. And all, uh, but to yeah. be honest, I think it's because he was alone. So I kept thinking, okay, this somehow has to open as many Jedi temples that we've seen in the past, especially Rebels, right? When we get to Lothal, which is my, one of my favorite Jedi temples, it's just the pillar, like one of the other rocks that is in Lothal. But Kanan tells Ezra, like, it takes two to open, or even when we see um, with Maul. So I think that we didn't see the entirety of the Jedi temple there. Like, I felt like he wasn't as he was alone and he wasn't as strong enough to open. So he just like semi open part of a window. If we say it like that, because I don't think we saw the whole thing. Cause I kept thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, so this is going to open. Cause how those stones were, it looked like a perfect kind of portal to like, kind of go open like a flower. Right. So okay. that's what, that's what I thought. Maybe he's alone. They need two because all the Jedi temples, you need two people to open it. So we didn't see the whole thing. I could see that. Because also the Mando wouldn't know like how to, you know, he wouldn't even know to expect a door. Whereas most Jedi would know where the door is and how to unlock it. So I, 
I totally understand where you're coming from, Alexis, because I know how excited you were for all of it. So I was like, oh man, he's going to want more. But mm -hmm. at the same time, it's like, um, I get it, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would have liked to see maybe more, like, uh, like maybe more architecture, mm -hmm. but not go in, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, for sure. And, and don't get me wrong, I wasn't mm -hmm. um, disappointed with the kind of Jedi or the kind of force side of it um, mm -hmm. because, you know, as we saw, uh, Grogu, you know, opens up the portal. And right. um, that is really, I mean, if you're going to have anything that is going to be a part of the Jedi, you, you might as well have the truest form of that religion, you know, which is the actual proof of the higher power or of the religion. Um, so, you know, so I, I was, I was content. I was definitely content. Um, I mean, I just, you know, coming from someone who's played, you know, the Star Wars Old Republic and then kind of being invested in, in kind of that a little bit. Uh, I kind of hoped there was a little bit more, uh, but it definitely did uh, justice. All the lightsiders um, will definitely appreciate what this mm -hmm. episode gave us in that. I, I really liked the, the blue butterflies. I thought that was mm -hmm. a very nice touch. I see it in fan art all the time, like when it's regarding the force so I thought that was really cool that it's like it was there. Um, yeah, so that, regarding Ben Solo. Yeah, that's what I thought of. I was like, <laughs> my heart. <laughs> uh, so w when I saw, so okay, so so when when um, when Din actually puts uh, Grogu on the stone, the second he puts him on there, the butterflies start appearing. They don't really mm -hmm. concentrate on it until like he's like you know touching it or, or trying to play with it. Uh, but as soon as he puts him down, if you look behind Din, you already see a little butterfly in the back kind of yep. coming into screen. Um, and those butterfly, uh, we've actually seen them before in the Star Wars universe. Um, you guys mentioned Ben Solo, but I thought of Dark, uh, Darth Vader, uh, Dark Lord of the Sith, number eight. Um, it's a comic series uh, that was mm -hmm. ongoing. And in that comic, um, Vader kind of goes like into really, really deep meditation. And he sees himself, um, it basically shows how he sees himself, which is like a demon, you know, no features. Um, and uh, it kind of shows him floating in the air, really cool visuals. But in that, you see a whole bunch of little small blue butterflies. And in that particular comic, it was basically representing the, the light that was mm -hmm. still in him, in Vader. Uh, so it was really cool to see that kind of connective tissue uh, with, with, you know, th this other media. That is really cool. And I did have a thought right now. Do you guys think that Din saw the butterflies or was it just uh, Grogu? I didn't think about it during the episode, but now that I'm like thinking back on it, I don't know if Din reacted to them, whereas we know Grogu did. And maybe they are like a force sentient being um i don't think so only because i mean you know mandel's background he doesn't know about the force mm -hmm. he he's not in like in tune with like 
the higher power or like, you know, something like that. Like he was like looking right away. He was thinking more practical, like mechanical, like, Oh, there must be a switcher on here. He yeah. puts on the visor. He looks for like any, some clues or something, you know? So that's where his head was at. So I don't think that he, I don't, I don't think that it really matters um, if he saw it or not um, because of what he, he eventually sees, you know, well, with the, yeah. with the force field. <laughs> Uh, but that's an interesting thought. Uh, that that it's an interesting kind of question. Like if he saw it or not. Um, but I'm yeah, like, I don't think it would affect it. anything. But just a cool idea, I guess. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, it was cute because you know um, maybe it's something. Even though we know people see Marai, mm -hmm. she's like represents that light between Vader and Ahsoka and the daughter. So right. I thought about something like that as well. And I don't think Mando was paying attention to it. He was also kind of like, hey, where is this? Then you see a ship and then you're like, okay, there's so much going on. Because he doesn't even like realize that that Grogu is trying to like be there. Like, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it was just like everything happening so fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It yeah. really was. This episode was very fast paced. And so then, uh, as, as Anna mentioned, we see the Slave One enter the yes. atmosphere. And as soon as I saw it, I'm like, yep, okay, here we go, Bubba. Mm -hmm. I was very showdown. surprised. The moment I saw the ship, I knew, too, that it was, I was like, oh, my God. I wasn't expecting to see the Slave One. I was, for whatever reason, I was like, what? Why would he have that still? I'm very confused. But I was very surprised that Boba was the one who came at, yeah. out of, like, everybody. It was like, okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, and that he got there before the Empire. So I'm like, okay, how close were you to Mando this whole time, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so there's so many things in my head, but seeing Slave One was so beautiful, especially because we are so used to seeing such darker episodes in the past. And then this episode, it's so light, it's so bright, like you see everything. Yeah. That I'm even thinking, like, how are you guys filming this in the volume? Or because it looks like an actual location. So it was pretty cool. I actually have a comment on that, um, especially like the sun um, in this episode. There was a couple of um, kind of shots where uh, particularly you see it when, when the stormtroopers are exiting the transport and it kind of goes like fr from like, to behind them like the camera switches to behind them you see like this uh lens flare but it's all around the screen and oh man it, it kind of distracted me a little bit because i was like wait what like what is that and it actually appeared a couple more times uh so i don't know if you guys caught that but i'm like yeah yeah there's definitely not too much cgi here going on <laughs> like they're really outside and it's like super bright <laughs> oh i did not catch that at all I didn't no. either, but I know. Next time you watch it, see it. Yeah, once, now I'm gonna pay attention. It's like, it's like I was like really distracting. I was like, whoa, they forgot to put because I, I I'm not I'm not a cinematographer or anything, but I don't they have like things that cover the camera like so that you know so that lens flare doesn't happen. Um, and a lot it, of times, happened a couple times. <laughs> they all a lot of times do uh, sun flares like on purpose, yeah. and you know maybe it was like a shout out to JJ and yeah. his work on Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Yeah. <laughs> um but uh 
so yeah, so Slave One arrives, um, and then as soon as uh, as soon as Din turns around, Grogu's already in like in like his force field and doing his force Skype call or whatever it was he was actually doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, I am yeah. really curious what was going on in with Grogu in that time, and I don't know if we're gonna find out. Like we'll find Me out if somebody either. comes along, but I want the it- visual. I know it reminded me like are we gonna see the world between worlds like like what is it um because you know that's kind of how you see it obviously in the dark but it's starting with that light and I was just like it looks so pretty and the (laughs) sound between it and seeing how fast the light was beaming was also pretty cool also when Yes, also him, like, with his meditating pose. It was so cool. I loved that. Um, and, and seeing how strong it was. Because Mando, first thing, you know, daddy's call, like, hey, slave one, you're in danger. Mm-hmm. Let me go get you. And it's, like, first, like, it's a gravitational pull and then shoots him out. So I'm like, oh, my God, how strong is that thing? Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. That was. <laughs> and, the, and the sound effect, too, of, of like, hearing um mando's voice from like grogu's perspective was was really cool um it was like uh i don't know if you guys like as a kid would like talk into like a spinning fan oh yeah and it'll do like (laughs) yeah so it was like it was a cool sound effect and i was really (laughs) digging it i was i was really appreciating the little kind of details there Mm -hmm. um did you guys see that there was an there was an actual figure um next to grogu um in the shot when when mando is going down like he says he says oh you know like snap out of a kid or you know hurry up kid i'll buy you time or whatever it says he says and then he goes down that wide shot if you zoom in uh somehow uh <laughs> on on the on the actual altar where 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 grogu is you see another figure. You see like the head and the shoulders of a figure kind of standing there with him. Oh, that sounds uh, c- creepy as hell. Creepy. Also, that it, just like gave me the chills. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> it's creepy. I mean, it's way too far away, but you definitely see like like someone's like a, a head and a shoulder. Maybe it was something done on accident. Maybe it was like another jeans guy moment or something. But <laughs> um, but it was in there, and okay. so then. Yeah, there's speculation that that could have been the Jedi. Who... The Jedi, you know, who, um, you know, I think honestly, I think Luke's the best case, but I mean, that's definitely a speculation yeah. uh, on my part. But um, yeah, yeah, it was really cool. So next time you guys see it, um, uh, pay attention to that part. Yeah, I like the idea. Watch the whole episode again yeah, right. with all of this. <laughs> I like the idea you brought up last time, and it's made me think a lot more, um, that maybe uh, you said Cal Kestis could be relating, and I think maybe you're right, like Cal slash um, Sarah, was that her name? Like Sarah? Um, oh, his his master or whatever. Yeah, his like uh, new master. Um, um, yeah. Uh, I know it it's like Sarah something. Yeah, like C-E-R-E, but... <laughs> Oh um, yeah, Seer, Seer, yeah, something Seer, like that. Yeah. Seer, yeah. Uh-huh. I think maybe you might be onto something because at the end of—is this a spoiler? I don't know. Anna, have you finished the game, or do you care? 
So spoilers uh, okay. for Fallen Order. Yeah, spoilers for Fallen Order. I just finished watching, I mean, replaying Battlefront, but it's okay. Like, I've seen <laughs> already so many things that it's not even, like... Okay, yeah. at the end of the game, they go to, like, find younglings. And obviously, it doesn't uh, add with the timeline of, like, them finding Baby Yoda or anything at that time. But maybe she's the one who got him out originally, possibly. And... So maybe they will bring those two characters back because those two people look the same way that they do in real life as they do in the game. Yep. And maybe that was done intentionally. Mm-hmm. So So you're I, saying that so you're saying that maybe it could be Cal or Seer. Yeah, right? or both, because I think they stay together at the end, which perfectly mm-hmm. fits in with my shirt for this week. So <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the BD one. I love right? him. He's my favorite. <laughs> So um, that's the I I've been kind of like mulling that over and now I'm thinking that maybe that's like more and more likely. Uh yeah, definitely possible. I mean, like you said, possible, I not mean, likely. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely possible. I, I don't think it's likely. Um, and I mean, it's just it's just it, Luke would fit so much. Like <laughs> he'd just be so well. Like. Um, you know, I, I don't now the chances with, with the news that we were getting an Ahsoka show. Um, I don't think that Ezra is going to be in here. Like, I think mm-hmm. they're going to really tie into what Ezra is going to be doing or has done in that series. Yeah. Uh, so sure. yeah, just, it, it kind of narrows down to really Luke for me. Um, I just you know? feel like they won't go that direction because the fans won't like it. And also his age is just such a factor. Yeah. So I just yeah. feel like they're going to keep the Skywalkers away. Cause I feel like a lot of fans would be really pissed if they tied in the Skywalker stuff to the Mandalorian. Yeah. And yeah. And I kind of feel it, like it'll that be a little too bit hard. Too. Yeah. yeah. Like not everything needs to be about them <laughs> mm-hmm. as much yeah. as I love them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah to be honest with everything that happened with the new sequel you know i think kind of bringing and taking that risk with luke is highly unlikely yeah especially with all the cgi that they would have to do to make him look young and it wouldn't be the same or recast him and who can we recast mm-hmm. with luke skywalker mark hamill so i don't know i think that that's a little bit riskier and harder for them to do maybe it could be like luke's school and we just never see luke he's just like a a headless figure the entire time like hello (laughs) um but and like he has like another like jedi student like um kyle katarn maybe kind of thing and but it's like under luke still but i don't know i feel like that would be a stretch too yeah, it wouldn't really tie in because, you know, Luke's temple is much, much later on, like 20 years later. So. Exactly, yeah. Uh, anyways, um, so speaking of people that are not like Luke Skywalker, um, yeah. <laughs> Boba, um, which was really cool. Yeah, and Fennec, she just appears and she's like, you thought I was dead. Yeah, yep. No, I got a cybernetic belly. <laughs> abs of steel bro yeah. <laughs> abs of steel i was like oh you're such a badass right now really i is. love their first interaction um i love that that boba is like i've been following him I, first of all his voice 
I can like go to sleep listening to him yeah. telling stories. Like I love his voice. And it was cool because I I was reading his interview, Tamara Morrison, with New York Times about like coming back and portraying Boba Fett. And um, I don't know if you guys know, but he's from New Zealand and he's like a native in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. And he was saying that he was he wanted to bring that native culture with the Boba Fett character in some way. And how he did it was like he was saying that um, he brought it in with the fighting and kind of like the the stance and the dances because that's from his indigenous people and bringing that spirit and energy that's called and I don't want to mess it up it's called Wairua training my cultural dance which we call the Hakka so Ooh. I love that they did that I love that I they like that. brought some of his personality I think he fit right with the whole thing that's we're probably going to talk about now. So I just wanted to say that because I thought that was pretty cool. I, I do have to say, and, and you know, <clears throat> might get hate for this. I have never been a Boba fan. I've always kind of been one of those people who are like, why do people like him? He literally is there and then dies. Well, I don't get it. <laughs> um, but with this, I now really like Boba. And I feel like his character has been redeemed for me. And... Um, yeah, so I think that is a really cool aspect. Maybe that's why I like him more. He has a personality now, and I really respect that. So I'm the opposite. So you mm -hmm. see, I watched, um, I remember watching him for the first time in the prequels, and I was like, that guy looks so cool. His armor is like nothing I've seen. And you guys know Vader is one of my favorite characters, and I love like costumes, and I was like, oh man, he died, like, ah, oh, so sad. And I, mm -hmm. when I met with my husband, he always loved Boba Fett. So every time I would go to conventions, I, I can, you guys can't see it, but like, well, there's my Boba Fett stuff. It's yeah. all of there. Like, <laughs> I have a bunch of Boba Fett because I was like, oh, I love it. I wish he would come out, like, in more stuff, but, you know, he can't. Boba yeah. And now seeing him and kind of also seeing, like, a cooler side or, like, like a badass side of Boba Fett made my life of like wanting this character from only seeing him for two minutes mm -hmm. so I'm like I I want him to be Rex in Ahsoka so like it, it just made my heart very happy yeah that's kind of like um like yeah so I I relate to that too because <clears throat> I I knew in the expanded universe he was alive and he did some really really cool things and I wanted that for him but then he just stayed dead because obviously expanded universe was destroyed um and so i'm happy with the change i'm i really like him now uh for me um i what i liked uh is that they they really and in, in giving him a little bit more personality um they gave him like a sense of like a sense of pride like a sense of history you know um with him talking about uh the the, the singular best line for me in this episode was um you know i'm a simple man trying to make my way in the universe like my father before me just with that line you're you're doing a couple of things you're you're giving him like something like some type of personality mm -hmm. and then you're connecting the the prequels you're, you're you're paying homage to the prequels and the original trilogy just yep. with that one line um so when when he said i was like 
Oh yeah, this is mm-hmm. my this is my line from this episode. It's my favorite line. So it was uh, a very good line. <laughs> yeah, you know, I pledge I don't pledge my allegiance to anyone, and it's just you know it was kind of funny seeing try uh, seeing Din try to gatekeep like on the Mandalorian armor. It's like. No, bro. You, like, not, not this time. One. Not this one. Just, just you know, <laughs> just, just fall back on this one. Hmm. Um, yeah, and then, you know, Fennec, uh, you know, being saved by Boba, it, it gave me, you know, like a Han and Chewie, like life, life debt, like a life yeah. debt. Um, so it's really cool to see that and, you know, honor among thieves and honor among mercs type feel. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Boba really kind of, Good guy Boba, you know, not yeah. for the stormtroopers, but for the team, yeah, you know. Which uh, I I really like too because in the in the original trilogy he's like a bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like we don't get to see that whole like sense of pride and um like a an honor code that we, he mm-hmm. we know he has because he's you know a foundling Mandalorian um, and a bounty hunter, but we kind of just saw him like do whatever, be a bad guy, take Han Solo, mm-hmm. just like all these like messed up things that we were like oh darn why is he doing all this and now we know he has an honor code we know that he like respects life debts and all this stuff so i was like very i cool. like you a lot <laughs> yeah very cool and so then not far behind we have dun 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 the empire has arrived mm-hmm. and um you know that's when things really start to kick up um funny part for me here <laughs> was Right. Uh, so Bubba uh, asks Din to take off the jetpack and he puts it on the ground. My thing is, why didn't he just pick up the jetpack as soon as Boba and Fennec went to grab their, their pieces? Like, all right, it's game time. Like, get your jetpack. He's like, mm-hmm. no, let me do it the hard way and run, run up. up. <laughs> I was like, it, it was gonna such get a it. daddy moment. It was yeah. so like my panic danger i don't think clearly yeah. Yeah, obviously yeah. it's a little obviously for what we need later on in the episode but yeah i thought the same i'm like damn it something's gonna happen and he's gonna lose that jetpack because they made it so obvious like he does not have the jetpack yeah yeah, yeah. Crazy. it was rough but <clears throat> and then he he runs all the way up that grueling uphill <laughs> battle <laughs> and then all that it took all his steps of the day. He put oh, yeah. all his little sprinkles <laughs> yeah, in his watch. I hit 10k. <laughs> right. Oh my goodness, that was. It. But then when it came to the fighting, that was just brutal. Mm-hmm. Seeing Boba Fett fight like that was just like, let me take a step back and watch yeah. this because that was intense. His Base. like obviously we know now that it's based off his native dance which made it even cooler because yeah. it's a more than fighting it's a choreography which the three of us love mm-hmm. so seeing him also with that gaffer stick and like that he took i guess from the tuscan raiders um it was awesome seeing those stormtroopers get their armor like destroyed Destroyed. (laughs) it just did not last it was just brutal it was just like we went dark for like yeah i was all for it the the one that got me was when he like backhands with the the stick and uh stormtroopers like 
face and you hear the cracking of the helmet and you see it, but then you don't, you, you just have to, it, it makes you wonder, like, how does the face look after that? Like, it, it didn't show it, but it, it implied it. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, the it was very, yeah, it was definitely very visceral. Like mm-hmm. it was like like visceral. Um, but uh, but yeah, one thing I was gonna say is that um, oh yeah, I definitely don't I definitely don't see gaffy sticks the same way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they can be yeah. used to clean uh, bantha teeth. Uh, they can uh, bash in stormtrooper helmets. Um, you know, it does it all. <laughs> you can scare people with it. <laughs> uh, so that, I mean, yeah, it was just action packed. And, you know, as Anna was saying, um, uh, uh, Tamura, Tamura taking from his, his Maori, uh, background. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just awesome. I mean, it's just, it, it gives it, it gives it like a sense of, you know, uh, just danger and brutality and, I mean, who doesn't love seeing stormtroopers just fall by the dozens? Yeah. Um, and yeah. then Fennec. Very cool. And then Fennec was equally as brutal, even though she was, like, shooting. It was still, like, she is damn good with that yeah, thing. <laughs> yeah, she does not miss at all. Mm-hmm. And she's so good. And especially because there was points that she was hitting, like, the neck. I love yeah. those shots. Like, it was like, well, I know you have the armor. It's not the best, but, like, I'm just going to hit you. And you die. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was so impressive. Um, she she's so badass. I love she what is. she's wearing. We'll get to that. But um, it was crazy, and I loved the scene where we go back to Boba Fett, and he suddenly looks around and sees his armor there. Like it was, was like, oh, like, now it's game oh. time. <laughs> for uh, for it was me, so cool. For me at that point, I thought I, I thought Boba was just gonna like, like I thought it was gonna be it. Like I, I thought he was just gonna get his armor. He was gonna f- finish off the rest of the uh, of the um, stormtroopers, and then just be like, okay, I got my armor, and that's it. Uh, but what I appreciated, mm-hmm. you know, what, what we see later on that he's 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 honoring the the deal, even though technically um, Mando didn't agree to the deal. Yeah. Um. It was. It was kind of like a. You know, by a circumstance, like oh, uh, we're about to get overrun. Like, all right, let let's just let's just do whatever deal. Like, you know, it's not my armor anyway. Whatever. Like, let's just do it. So it was just kind of funny that he held up. Boba held up his end of a deal that really wasn't Did agreed it. upon. Yeah. <laughs> um. But but it was very cool to see Boba. You know, stick around and and uh help clean up shop after mm-hmm. that's what I, way, I really respect mm-hmm. yeah and the way he wore his armor under his black robes was just, just made it cooler i yeah. was like man you kept me like cooler boba fett yeah um i loved it and then you know mando's still trying to get to the baby there's mm. no chance so he goes down because there's more people coming mm-hmm. um, and him fighting alongside Fennec mm-hmm. was really cool um, yeah. because she was like, well, okay, let's kind of work together. When yeah, she kicked that rock down, that was so cool. Cause I was like, oh, oh damn, yeah, got a cool. lot of them. Yeah. 
Yeah. Abs of steel. Yeah. Like, you, you couldn't do that unless you had no. those abs of steel. I'm like, that girl worked at it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I got immediate Raiders of the Lost Ark uh, vibes with yes. that. <laughs> You're running with a boulder behind you. Uh, just taking out. I, and, that, and that Stormtrooper on the, on the E-Web turret, it's like, come on, bro. Like, just get out the way. Come on. Like, mm -hmm. what are you, what are you doing? You're not going to, you know, it's a rolling giant boulder. You're not going to smash it with a machine gun. Yeah. And, um, everybody was like commenting on like that Boba got a little hefty. Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> but yeah, I yeah. think it looks so much cooler. Cause like, um, I mean, especially compared to Cobb Vance, like skinny Boba, it's like, <laughs> this one looks like strong and powerful. Like he looks like he'll freaking yeah. crush your skull. <laughs> Yeah. We got we got all the bobas in in this uh in this series. <laughs> we we got the 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 not bro the not boba boba. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh the uh skinny boba and then the old school uh uh fat boba. Yep. <laughs> but, but it just it, it, it just it just It's gives, not fat. Yeah. Uh, it's like big like man. <laughs> he has a belly. I, I don't think. <laughs> he has a well, belly. But it's not like, you know, like it's more like he's been through so much and yeah it makes it yeah. manlier than like i well, there's obviously people that were hating on his fat i'm like he's not fat he's like big bones i'm just like <laughs> it reminds me of like so cool of like maui from moana like you know like the bigger exactly style right yeah yeah like, got a little and, belly and but more... it's all like tough <laughs> yeah and, and yeah. all that just like lends to the fact like it, it just gives more weight to the to the fact that Tamura like killed it like mm -hmm. you know he was kind of out of shape he's an older guy in his 60s you know the the armor didn't fit him like at all like it only like went up to here um Crop top. you know yeah <laughs> and and despite all that like it was probably the best we've ever seen of the character so like definitely kudos to them I mean they nailed it you mm -hmm. know yeah so um, um that's yeah. so cool so yeah. uh what what else do we have what did we skip over something um oh no we just have the most terrifying <laughs> moment happen uh, next because yeah. we know the empire is like bringing up more force and then we see moff gideon like knowing that they have direct location and then if 2020 wasn't enough <laughs> they just destroyed the racer crest like I, I was like oh this whole season so, i didn't see it coming yeah this whole season it's been foreshadowing it it's been getting beat up and then fixed and then beat up again and every minute it's like okay is it is this the final day but this time there's really no going back <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Rest in peace. So, <laughs> I cried. It's like obviously we don't see Mando's face, but we see it. Like you know, <laughs> you, you feel it. Was it. <laughs> so heartbreaking seeing his shock, like my baby. Uh, yeah. Um. So it, it was crazy. He lost two babies that day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah. that maybe that was a tragedy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I kept saying. I'm like, what What would this, the whole tragedy of the stormtroopers, of like the razor crest, then after. But oh afterwards, we, we see kind of 
what we wanted to see this whole time, which were the dark troopers, and yeah, they look badass. They look like the ones we kind of see in Rebels, um, and they were just so crazy. What they did were. you guys think? I I liked the uh, the song, like not the song, the uh, the music that was behind mm -hmm. them. Um, like it was like very like foreboding. It was almost like a like a like a very doom and gloom like very industrial like yeah this is gonna go this is going wrong this mm -hmm. is going wrong right uh fast uh so their design was really cool um to see them actually like in kind of action yeah um and uh yeah i'm surprised we didn't get like some type of resistance like from from the crew i'm surprised you know, there wasn't maybe like only one of them like took Grogu and then the, the rest of the three maybe tried to kill Mando or the crew or something. I, I'm I'm looking forward to when we actually see them in action, which it looks like we may soon. Mm -hmm. Um but yeah that, that that moment it was just like no no he's still yeah. asleep. Like as soon as Mando turned around like the beef earlier, like the force field went away and Grogu's just there, completely exposed. Yeah, he took a nap, and it's like, no, no, wake up. I was hoping for some, like, force push, like, you know, Me like, too. something. Mm -hmm. But nope, they just went, whoop, yeet. And, and, and it makes you feel so much worse because of the fact that he was sleeping, and he looked so freaking cute, and his ears were all floppy. Yeah. And then it's just like, <sighs> Mando saw it. He mm -hmm. saw it all happen, and he couldn't mm -hmm. do anything about yeah. it. That was and that worst. was the most crushing, mm -hmm. like, that's, I don't I have no words. That was the worst thing that has happened to Mando since the show started, you yeah. know? Tragic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was, like, tragic. I, I was crying at that moment. I was like, oh, my God, I couldn't <laughs> see his face, but I just wanted, like, to hug him because I know he was crying underneath, like, Rex in season seven. Um, so it was... It was awful. It was nice. awful. Yeah. And then what made it worse was like, so like when Boba was up there fighting his battle and he was going to go try to save the kid, but then he was like, no, 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 I don't want the kid to be hurt. I thought that was really a cool touch that he listened to Fennec and like Fennec also listened to Mando that they were so like willing to like help and do as much as they can. I thought that was a really nice touch, but also it's like, we're watching them get away like mm, you could yeah. stop them but they're right. it was it was heartbreaking yeah you can't you don't want to hurt the baby yeah yeah baby. and seeing and seeing um Boba Fett's reaction to the empire for me was also like like interesting like he was immediately scared you know like he was like oh no 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 like he's screwed but yeah. then also like fighting it and kind of trying to do something until they told him to stop I think that was a cool touch for us to see that mm -hmm. and and kind of seeing slave one in action and obviously we'll get to it in the next episode but i i thought that was like a nice touch and then we see muff gideon being as happy as ever i think he's he's one of my favorite actors i love him Cito. oh my god i'm, I'm uh, re-watching breaking pad and we just got to the scene and so i'm just like god i love this character he is my favorite and yeah so i i love that he is moth gideon so freaking <laughs> yeah <laughs> um 
So, you know, they acquire the asset and then we see little baby Yoda child Grogu <laughs> kind of using a little bit of his power because we know obviously he was bit. tired from <laughs> using the portal, but then he's, it's so funny. It becomes like a little, you, you were just crying. Come on, laugh a little bit. Yeah. He's like force pushing the stormtroopers and choking them I and mean, being so pissed and his little face was so cute. And you could tell that he's been doing it for like a few minutes now. Like he walks in and it's like, you know, there's two on the floor already, and he's already beating the other ones up. But the fact that he force chokes them is like, oof, give in to the dark side. Very cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That was that was very cool to see him doing that. It's like he's he's embracing the dark side. I mean, I almost thought we were gonna see some electricity right there, like <laughs> something. You know, maybe a snapping of a neck or something. Um, but yeah, it was very just like wow whoa like we know uh, Grogu was powerful but to see him doing it like that like you know it's it's kind of like a fight or flight you know yeah definitely um, mm-hmm. so it, it was it was cool to see that and then uh, he was Moff- throwing them yeah yeah and and Moff Gideon it was just just that the 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 villain that he is he was just like kind of relishing it and he was enjoying it he's like oh so this is like this is how, what he's capable of and maybe much more. Mm-hmm. He was so smug that he knew that like he went in perfectly timed to know that baby Yoda was going to pass out. Right. And right. so yeah. he was like, can't touch me. Yeah. It's like, Oh, you're getting it, it gave me some Thrawn vibes, you know? Yes. He um, gives me a lot of Thrawn vibes. Yeah. Like you were like his, you know, Paul or something mm-hmm. because like, Moff Gideon is that <clears throat> empire villain that really loves to know his enemy and kind of studies them and we see it a lot with Grogu and and Mando so I thought that was like that whole scene gave me so much thrown vibes like kind of annoying and telling him like don't stop not caring for his people very empire and then after it's like showing him that dark saber which by the way it looks so yeah, I love that it. thing lit up like, oh my god! I that can't believe awesome. we get to see it in real life. Yeah. Um, no. It was cool, and and Grogu kind of still fighting it, even though he's so like done, but he's still he's so trying. Tired. And I, I feel like he also trying to remember like, not again! I'm here again! Like, come on! Yeah. I escaped this. Yeah. Um, I, I, I liked um, uh, Gideon's line where he's like, uh, oh, remember this? Uh, or does this look familiar from days past? I, I don't know the exact quote. Um, but it's like, oh, so Gideon knows about Grogu's past. That's what I got right away. That he, he knows that he was a Jedi at one point. And Did he say that when he pulled out the Darksaber? Yeah, he says um, he says uh, something like, "Oh, does this look familiar from days past, perhaps?" You know, so it's like, oh, "Okay, so he knows. He knows about how he knows is a whole other conversation." But mm-hmm. he 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 knows about Grogu's past. So okay, yeah, it's either he was using it to kind of torture Baby Yoda, Grogu, um, or maybe he found Grogu along with how he found the Darksaber, maybe. Something like that. Mm, I'm not so sure about that. I'm, I don't I think... I think he mentioned it more like lightsabers. Like, do you... Okay. Or... 
like I, something that. that I got, but also I don't know where he was that maybe he saw the dark saber in action. That's what know? I meant more. Like maybe he was okay. on Mandalore for whatever reason, hiding. Um, no, I, I honestly I don't think it's it's that um kind of that route i i think it's just he he just knows that that's a lightsaber um okay that's what i I think i I think that was just that he was just like maybe trying to reach for it to try to get it like that's what i thought when i saw him like yeah reaching out to like to get it to use it um yeah like if he had his own lightsaber in the past and it's like oh do you remember using one of these right that could be it right Right. So, or at least like familiar with his like training. Like, you know, everybody has a lightsaber around there. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, uh, and then, you know, and then baby gets put to bedtime, right? You know, he gets set, <laughs> gets shot with a stun gun. And uh, so it, it's funny because like I see people's reactions online and it's like people are like, like, oh no, like poor baby, Gro- uh, poor uh, Grogu. But it's like, no, he just got put to bed. You know, he was just being a bad boy and he got put to bed by daddy, you know, Gideon, you know, <laughs> bow, bow, you know, so <laughs> to not create a mess, no more mess. That's it. You know, bedtime now. So I'm glad that they, uh, I, I was really kind of scared for a second. Like it really did affect me. Like, I'm like, oh man, they're, they're poor baby, poor Grogu. Like what's going to happen? Like, don't hurt him. Like, you know. Yeah, but of course not. You can't hurt. You can't hurt Grogu. No. I think um, it was also really cool to see the stun gun because it was like it reminded me of a New Hope with Leia, yeah. and even like the fact that he was in the cell and everything like that. I just kept. I thought back to it, and I was like, "Oh, that's a good point too." Yeah, that's a good Definitely. point. I actually didn't think about that until you mentioned it. That's right. Yeah, in, in the interrogation scene in in a New Hope. Mm-hmm. Um. But one thing that, that we kind of skipped over was I, I liked how um, it was a nice little touch to have Mando find the, the throttle knob um, and the Beskar uh, pike or spear yeah. um, in the wreckage. Uh, it was very, like, symbolic, right? Like, the, the, the throttle knob is obviously of, of Grogu, like, like, saying, you know, like, he's – like there's still hope like like he's gonna come back to me type of deal um and then with the the spear it was like okay and then this is what i'm gonna use to make that happen uh which i i just love it because i you know i, I you know we, we 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 do lightsaber choreography and combat and stuff like that so like it's like this is my sword. There's many swords like it, but this one is mine. Like I, I really connected when when he when he got this the spear was just like kind of looking it up and down. It's like, all right, you know what to do. Like revenge. Like you got to get your baby back. Like, mm-hmm. it was just yeah, like, yes. it, it was kind of like a touch. Like even though you lost this, that you thought was you. No, that's still you, mm-hmm. Beskar that metal that's still you and you still have the fight the fight is not your ship or what's around you it's you yourself for me i saw it the same way it was very symbolic Mm -hmm. because it was like kind of seeing all the ashes and everything and having grogu left and he had like no hope and it's like here's your hope Mm -hmm. here's your hope it was very beautiful it was and this the music in that scene was very beautiful Mm -hmm. it's also kind of like you know 
the the Vescar can't be defeated. It can't be destroyed with even the that intense explosion. So it's kind of like it's not defeated. Right. I'm not defeated. Right. Yeah. And then uh, Boba just kind of looking on, like, dude, such good acting, man. Just yeah. like with little looks, like he was looking at him, like, like he was feeling for him. He's like, he's like, yeah, I, I've been there. You know, I've I've lost, I've lost, and I've loved or whatever. Um, you know, so and then this that part actually was one of all, one of my favorite parts as well, uh, where he sh- he's he says, I want you to look at something, and he shows him the chain code of his armor. Yeah, mm-hmm. beep, 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 beep. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the cosplay community to like make that happen already. Like, <laughs> you know, that's gonna be soon, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, you know, and then showing Mandoa, you know, in, in text form. I don't think we've gotten any like text like that before. Um, we have, we have, and some like Mandal. I mean, Mando stuff, but like nothing canon. Yeah, nothing. Just like, because I was obsessed with Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, nothing okay. in the canon. Yeah, and that was really cool. And then it was people uh, ended up translating it um, to, you know. Um, uh, Django Fett, uh, born on or Concord Dawn, um, and he. It also says that he was a uh, 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 Jaster, yeah, Foundling, but Jaster was his mentor, which now canonizes the legends explanation or origin story of 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 Django. Um, you know, Jaster Mareel was a, uh, a, a a true Mandalorian who. Um, ended up saving Django Fett. Uh, the Death Watch attacked Django's father's farm, um, which is where you get the uh, the little wheat. Um, yeah, the little, the little thing that he has on his grain. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Fett, I guess, clan. Um, it, it's, and that grain is because they were always farmers. They were, you know, agricultural, you know. The actual Fetts. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so it was really cool to see that actually like canonized, like, mm-hmm. you know, and then, you know, and then that, so I, I'm, I'm actually, um, interested in what you guys think, uh, because when, when I saw it first and when Din says, um, you know, your father was a foundling, uh, to me, it seemed like he already knew who Django was. And he's like, yeah, oh yeah, I knew who your father was. He was a, he was a foundling, um, but with the text, it makes me think that he was just reading it because Boba does say, "Let me show you something." So, um, what do you guys think? Did did, did he know Django before? Or you think he just kind of found out be- through Boba just now? Um, I think he found out through Boba just now because originally I wanted to think that the Mandalorians knew Django and Boba just because of the whole, like, we know Django and Boba. But when he kind of, like, said his name earlier in the episode when he was trying to get his armor back, I was kind of instantly like, oh, he doesn't know. He doesn't know them. And it kind of makes sense because if he was a found, like, you know, Django was a foundling, but he also didn't really stay with the Mandalorians for that long, I think, because then he went to go do the clone stuff. And then he died. So, yeah. and then Boba never went to the Mandalorians. He was always doing his bounty hunter thing. So I kind of feel like Din, especially, probably doesn't know who Django or Boba are. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, what about, what about you, I, Anna? I, I thought that. I thought the same. I don't think he knows. I feel like Din was a very secluded um, clan of the Death Watch and whatever specifically how it worked. I'm not 100% sure. So I don't think he knew. I think he was one of those Mandalos that was kind of brainwashed. And it's like, here's the story of Mandalorian. Can then like, you know? Um, so I just think he he read the text, and because Mando is such a man of or like honor and history, he was just like, okay, you show me proof. Right. That's it. That, yeah. that so armor belongs to you. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think he, like he knew that Jin- that Boba knew how knew how to use it really well. And on top of like seeing it, and also he's a foundling, so he probably has like some sentimental like, all right, like I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he kind of connected with him. He says, "Your father was a foundling. Like, like we're not, we're not so different. You know, mm-hmm. your father and me, or you and me, if you will." Right. Um, but yeah, yeah, very cool. I, I that that was my one of my favorite moments of of, of the episode, and just more, you know, more prequel connections. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I always love that. So, <clears throat> and I uh, love the um the like. No, no, no! This is like a life debt. Giving me my armor back, and she's oh, yeah. in my life debt. So we're gonna help you find this kid. Un- until we find him, we're helping you. And I yeah. was like, "That's cool. I like this." Yeah, yeah. assembling it's just the such team. A char- yep. <laughs> yeah, yep. it's such a character development book for Boba Fett because, mm-hmm. like, obviously we don't know much about him. And then the little we got in Clone Wars was this annoying little kid that was just so mad all the time. Yeah. That's what because I was gonna say saw earlier. His dad, you know, getting Mace killed. Windu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the citizen. I hate this one too. Um, but you know, so it showed like after, even in that gap from him going to the Empire, then and afterwards, there's so much that he went through to know, so we know where he's at right now. Mm-hmm. So it was like a really nice touch to kind of understand Boba Fett's journey at this exact moment so that was a really nice touch yeah uh, another thing that kind of um uh kind of caught my attention is is that he kept saying my father's armor so um which kind of doesn't line up 100 percent because um in the clone wars and in, in those episodes that you guys are referring to that like boba is like trying to get revenge on mace windu such an angsty um, little that kind of like made me dislike Boba more so like I had the original trilogy where I was very unimpressed and then I had this angsty little annoying brat and I was like yeah he makes you like he's like that kid that will get on your nerves yeah 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 100% um so so in that in that little arc he uses uh Django's helmet um Mm -hmm. as as like as like bait for Mace Windu to fall into their trap. Um, so, and then in the trap is like uh, it, it, an explosion. Um, so, you know, it makes me think like, okay, is this actually Django's armor or it's just like spiritually his armor? Like I, this is my father's armor that he's like opened up for me to open up the way of Mandalore for me to use. 
Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm still a little bit murky on that. Well, so what, what, what do you guys think? The spear kind of proved that Vescar can withstand explosions. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. And I was always under the impression that Boba's armor was repainted Django armor. That's why they had the little thingy and okay. like, it's the same face pattern, like not pattern, like design, but you know, like the visors. Okay. Um, um so I was always under the impression that, yeah, it was Boba used Django's armor. Okay. Yeah, same here. Like, I I think it was just the same. I, I know the episode you're referring to. And again, Boba Fett was just a little annoying, <laughs> mad little kid that has yeah. so much PTSD. Oh, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I think he at first was kind of like, well, I know... I've learned that this can't withhold, withhold anything, so I'm just going to use it as bait. But I think it's still the same armor. It has the yeah. same, even the plate has the same, there's the little variations of, between Mandalore uh, armor, mm-hmm. but his is just like intact Django's armor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, I, and I guess whatever in the show, this would retcon that, right? So, um, yeah, I yeah. guess it really is his, his armor. Um, which is actually um, interesting because I think there's, I think in that Legends um, origin story of Jaster, um, he actually painted it the color. So when 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 Django first got his armor, um, he it was a different color. It was actually the color of Boba's, hmm. and then um, some governor of some of some planet um ends up taking the armor from Django and then he's the one that actually ends up painting it like that blue that we see uh, from Attack of the Clones um so it's actually kind of interesting it, it's it just kind of ties in the whole uh Mandalorian and uh, right. J- Jaster and 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 stuff like that so but uh yeah but I guess yeah like you guys are saying this you know would retcon everything so <laughs> Maybe um, the white and blue was also used in like Attack of the Clones to uh, like fit with the clones a little bit. Since okay. he was or there. Or take away. The For me, I've always thought it, that it was more like taking away from the clones. Like the loss of like identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like best car itself, but just the blue. So it's like taking away whatever yeah. color from his clan it is. And it's just kind of like, I'm just doing this, you know? That's yeah. what I've always thought. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um cool. so yeah I, I think that's pretty much it you guys got any final thoughts any final little tidbits on this uh, episode nope I i'm excited yes me too <laughs> i'm excited to jump into the next one yeah let's do it <laughs> all right guys so um if you haven't already like the uh video comment uh what your favorite uh part of the episode was uh did you like boba's uh triumphant return to the star wars universe <laughs> uh you know share the video and uh let us know what you think in the comments so as always uh anna where can they find you you guys can find me on instagram at le geeky life with two eyes <laughs> julie and how about uh, you, julie? <laughs> infinity jewels on instagram and twitch and pretty much everything except twitter where it's infinity jewels with an underscore <laughs> All right, and you guys can find me on uh, Instagram at Lex, L-E-X underscore Damas, A-D-A-M-E-S. 
I'm on Twitter as well, at uh, LEX287. And uh, don't forget to like the Roundtable Pod Racers uh, channel. Subscribe for more videos. Um, we are check out be our doing Facebook this. page. Yeah, Facebook page and all that. Um, and with that said, may the force be with you. And with you. <laughs>